Hello, I'm Francine, host of Coping to Care, a podcast series created by Blue Sea that features guests who share their expertise and life experiences. Today, our special guest is Andrew Berg, Recreation Supervisor for the beautiful city of Rancho Palos Verdes. Welcome, Andrew. Hi, thank you. Well, how did you get started as a recreation leader? I see that you've dedicated your career to providing great programs for every group. Well, I think like a lot of people in this profession, I really got my start in recreation by participating in recreation programs as a kid. You know, I grew up in the parks and after growing up a little bit more when I found myself needing a job, I found one, I found a job as a recreation leader with my local recreation department. Uh, at first, I just expected it to be easy and fun and close to home, uh, but I found out pretty quickly that I had a passion for serving the community and for providing those same programs that were so uh, socially and physically beneficial to me as a child. Um, and I was also kind of good at it. So uh, now, many years later, here I am uh, in a different community than, than where I started, but continuing with the same work. Oh, great. Um, I'm just curious, which sports were you involved with as a child and how do you still participate today? Well, I was kind of involved in everything as a child. I mean, soccer, basketball, you know, all of those youth sports that it seems like all my friends signed up for. Um, and then also just general recreation programs, the summer camps, um, you know, everything from, uh, you know, rock climbing to woodworking and art, um, kind of everything they offered. Uh, I was in it at one point or another. Oh, that's great. And I still I still do a lot of those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. I, I still do, too. Just as long as I can, you know, feel up to it and, you know, don't you know, injure myself, then I'll keep doing the running and cycling and swimming and all that good stuff. Now, can you talk about your recreation programs specific to your senior community, um, how it was before the pandemic? And then we'll talk about how it is today. Sure. Um, one of our biggest community centers here uh, in Rancho Palos Verdes at Hess Park um, was a really active gathering place for older adults um, during the pandemic. Uh, we had a really full calendar of activities, um, you know, fitness, um, card games, mahjong, things like that, lecture series, um, even, even meditation groups. Um, and it was often just a place to meet and socialize. And, and I think that was one of the most significant things we had going uh, was the center was somewhere older adults in the community knew they could come not just for activities but for a sense of community yes and then that's because we were trying to coordinate the art classes for the seniors at hess park and then all of a sudden covid19 happened and so now we're doing them virtually and i know that a lot of your seniors have signed up for um, blue sea cares virtual um, painting classes so so that's great that you have Hess Park as your center of activities for seniors. Now, can you talk about the recreation programs uh, now, um, since things have changed a little bit since the beginning of the pandemic? How do you um, coordinate your activities and how are they different right now? Sure. Um, you know, at, at first, uh, everything just went away completely. I mean, the, our doors were closed and our lights were off and it went from a really vibrant feeling community to to a total ghost town. Um, we, we had to put, you know, the health and safety of our entire community, but specifically the older adults that might be at a higher risk. Uh, that was the most important thing to us um, as a city. And, and so we understood the importance of shutting down 
um, and, and postponing our programs until we could, we were confident we could bring them all back safely. Uh, it's, it took a lot of work. Uh, it's still taking a lot of work and patience. Um, but we've been able to slowly reintroduce some things. Uh, we're, we're doing some classes virtually, um, you know, like the ones that you offer, the, the art classes. Um, we've held some of our own um, art classes and different workshops online. Uh, we were able to hold some in-person um, outdoor, mostly, mostly fitness-related activities. Um, and, and again, we're able to just provide some outdoor space finally where uh, people in the community can safely gather in small groups. So um, just being able to open our picnic areas, um, park spaces um, for, for more passive recreation, just to allow people to spend time together um, has been big for us. Um, and then of course, we've been able to support organizations like yours that are offering um, activities the, to the community that are in line with, with our own mission. Um, it's, it's been really great to have our, our parks feeling like they've come back to life a little bit um, to give the older adults, especially in the community, access to the spaces and, and programs that provide um, you know, social and emotional engagement that we all need. Um, but I think really importantly, we wouldn't have been able to do any of it um, without following um, the state and local guidance for reopening safely. Um, again, it, it took a lot of waiting, um, just waiting for updates, but each time a new update came out, we were able to see what uh, the state and the, and the local health departments um, advised and adjust our programs accordingly and um, reintroduce more and more things um, as quickly as we could, but still focusing you know, on, the, on the health and safety. Okay. And you did mention that you have worked with a lot of community groups, and I know that you're affiliated with several, and and specifically those who focus on senior activities and networking. Can you share a little bit about those community groups? Yeah. Um, you know, as a smaller department, um, you know, we don't always have the resources, whether it's staff or the budget or the space. Um, to provide everything we want to, everything the community wants and needs. And so we rely heavily on those partnerships with other community organizations uh, that share our missions and values. So um, one of our biggest partners is Peninsula Seniors, um, local organization that offers a really wide variety of programs, um, events, and activities for older adults on the peninsula. Um, we're fortunate to have a, a longstanding, really strong, mutually beneficial relationship with them. Um, and many of our regular activities uh, for seniors at Hess Park uh, before the pandemic were organized by Peninsula Seniors. Um, and we assisted with the logistics and providing the space and, and support for them. Um, and then we have quite a few smaller uh, groups and individuals that we contract with to lead classes for us. And those are, you know, all the, the meditation, um, the bridge and other games, um, fitness, uh, dance, things like that for older adults. Um, we contract with individuals mostly to lead those classes. Uh, and then partnerships with with other groups like yours um, that bring unique activities to the older adult community. Um, you know, art and art therapy is something that we hadn't been able to offer before, but it's proven to be popular and extremely beneficial. Art to Wellness is Blue Sea Care's signatory successful aging program. It is founded on the principles of person-centered care to meet all home care needs. That's great. And it is nice that you can get the people outdoors to do activities. And uh, I have to say that I belong to a book club 
and we've met at the parks uh, locally and we just bring our own chairs and we space ourselves out 10 feet apart. And um, you might, if you're hard at hearing, it might be a little difficult, but um, it's kind of a good way for people to get together. They can stretch, they can do different activities um, by spacing themselves apart. So sometimes it's just good to see a, a face instead of being on a, you know, a Zoom call or, uh, you know, it's just a little bit different, even though we're used to it and we see each other and it is fun because I do that with my family too. So um, what are some things that inspire you as far as being a leader of recreation and activities and how, how important do you think it is as part of um, our lives, as part of a, a, you know, having activities for our lives? Oh gosh, I mean it's it's you know absolutely essential in my view. Um, like I said, I got my start in this profession by by participating in it. Um, you know, not not offering it to anybody, but but being the person that it was offered to. Um, and so I, I saw firsthand how beneficial it was. Um, you know, not just physically, like participating in those sports, but um, socially. Uh, you know, emotionally. Um, you know cognitively that the knowledge that you that you build uh, it's an opportunity for lifelong learning I mean that's why I think programs for the older adult community are, are so popular um, because even um, you know the seniors in the community are still seeking those opportunities for for learning and for new experiences and for engaging with new people um, and old friends um, so yeah the benefits I think are 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 huge, um, and I think it's an essential part of of creating a community is offering these these recreation programs um, to older adults. A lot of times, you think just you know recreation, you think kids, but um, it really doesn't stop ever. You know, mm -hmm. we serve all ages. Yeah. So, what is your most popular class or activity for among your seniors? Uh, I think. Probably, um, we offered a couple of lecture series at Hess Park prior to the pandemic that were extremely popular. Um, in our biggest meeting room, we can accommodate uh, a little over 100 people, and um, we were almost always overflowing, <laughs> had people wow. watching from the hallways. Um, and then uh, the groups that would get together, um, whether it was a class or just um, a group meeting up to do things like play bridge or other card games, um, something that was more about uh, being a part of that group and interacting with each other and seeing a face, you know, meeting person to person, um, than it was about learning the game. Um, those, were, those were always popular, um, whether it was a small room of, you know, just six to 10 people, or again, our biggest meeting room with 80 to 100 people playing. Um, just getting together and, and interacting with each other is, is always popular. Oh, that's great. Have you done any um, lectures uh, virtually? We haven't ourselves. Um, I know that uh, when the pandemic hit, Peninsula Seniors um, transitioned a lot of their activities to virtual, virtual activities um, mm -hmm. and were able to do so, do so with, with, with pretty immediate success. So I believe they've continued to hold um, limited, but um, continued to hold um, ongoing lecture series um, without as much support from us, but, but gladly they've been able to continue that, bringing that to, to the community. Oh, wonderful. Now, what, what is a quote or, or what are some words of wisdom that an, inspire you and what you do? Well, I had to, uh, you know, some I, I would have to think about, um, 
But what, what comes immediately to mind is I have this, this magnet that's been on my desk, at my desk for probably 10 years. Um, and it's just always within kind of my peripheral view. Um, but it's a, it's a quote that's attributed to Teddy Roosevelt that says, um, I'll hold it up again if you can see it, uh, do what you can where you are with what you have. Um, and it's sometimes just, you know, I need, I need the reminder to not be discouraged by adversity or unexpected circumstances and not to dwell on the things that are out of my control, um, but to be driven by my own goals and my department's goals and find creative ways to achieve them. Um, it's easy to get hung up on, on uh, what you can't do um, and forget about all the things that you can do. So it's kind of my daily, daily reminder. Very optimistic and, and I <laughs> very helpful for all of us. So do what you can. Say that again or hold it up again. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's do what you can where you are with what you have. Yeah. Do what you can where you are with what you have. That's, that's very wise. I, anything else you'd like to add about uh, your programs and things that might be coming up in the near future? You know, we're constantly adding new stuff. Um, we really kind of kicked back into gear this fall, especially with outdoor programs. Um, you know, we're, we're blessed with mostly year-round, you know, decent weather. And so we can hold hold things outside year-round. And so that's exciting for us, um, offering things like yoga classes again and, and uh, dance fitness classes again, uh, things for kids. So we're constantly adding new programs um, and constantly updating our, our, um, our offerings for activities. Uh, so I would just encourage people to to keep an eye on you know our website and newsletters because um, we're really trying uh, to bring as much as we can back to the community after having to kind of hold back for so long. Um, again, always with safety in mind. Um, mm. I imagine virtual programs will continue uh, indefinitely, um, which is which is great. I think that works really well for some people. But we're really looking forward to building up our in-person um, activities again and and offering people those opportunities to engage, um, engage with each other. So um, keep an eye out. We're, we're, like I said, we're always offering more um, as we continue into fall and then into the new year. Um, we'll, we'll offer more and more programs for all ages, including the older adults and seniors. Okay. And if you do any more virtual um, lectures, I do have some guests that I've interviewed who might be interesting, like a neurologist who talks about music um, therapy for the brain and uh, several people, uh, another uh, Dr. O'Brien who talked about optimism. So we can talk about that later, but um, we'd love to work with you, uh, continue to work with you and, and I'll brainstorm some ideas for you. <laughs> Great. We're, we're always open. We're all, yeah, we're always okay. open and, and eager. Great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today and it's glad it's wonderful to meet you in person, at least virtually. Right. <laughs> I hope to meet you in person one day soon. Yeah, uh, hopefully that'd be great. The hill from us and and uh, well, have a great afternoon and thanks and um, we appreciate all that you do. Thank you. Likewise, we we appreciate you. So we're happy to happy to be partners. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks.